The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we have got a whole bunch to talk about. Uh, the biggest thing we've got going on in Holly Weird today is, of course, coronavirus, because that's affecting everyone. But I would like to welcome to the show my special guest co-host, Bear Fiorda. He is an Sorry. MMA fighter, all-around badass, and sort of TikTok famous. Welcome to the show, mate. Hey, thank you again for having me. I love being on the show. Well, you know, it'll be fun. We get to talk about a Wipeout contestant dying. So that's always awesome. Oh, no. Which one? Uh, so I don't know the person's name. I'll, I'll look it up while we're talking. But the contestant died after being hospitalized uh, following a go at the obstacle course. So he goes on the obstacle course. He was taken to the hospital. There was some kind of accident. They took him to the hospital and he died. And uh, wow. he went into cardiac arrest just before noon Wednesday. They, start, they tried to use a defibrillator, a whole bunch of stuff, and they died. So, Wipeout was getting an up and, uh, up, uh, a reboot on TBS after the original airing on ABC. Uh, they're now going to TBS. And they're saying, we're devastated to have learned of his passing and our deepest sympathies goes to his family. And you know those producers are like, shit, this is going to cost us. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know there's a waiver, at least I'm sure of it, but that's still a devastating thing to have happen on show on tv or on set or anything like that i think it's more devastating to the family <laughs> yes i bit. can agree with that i'd like to remind everyone every time we use bad language we give money to the boys and girls club of america the humane society of america and free mma we swear because we care that's actually You're goddamn the right Hatch. <laughs> that doesn't count um, he, he, he runs Free MMA. Free MMA is his nonprofit. It provides free martial arts to everyone. I believe you guys are streaming your classes right now. We are. We stream them live every evening during class time. Well, I got to say, I think that's awesome that you do that. Um, so the Sean P Patrick Flannerty rule, as it's called, he said the F word uh, 72 or 73 times in one 30-minute episode. Uh, we had to do something good with it. <laughs> so the Sean Patrick Flannerty rule helps people, helps children, helps animals. So remember, we swear because we can. <laughs> the Sean Patrick Flannerty rule, that's great. It is. It's called the Sean Patrick Flannerty rule. I think it's really cool. So it's really, I don't know, it's it's such a, a wreck right now. We're still it's, putting it's out bad movies. Daily life. <laughs> As far as daily life, as far as the planet, I gotta say, I don't um, like Australia just had it like a 53,000 person crowd and no coronavirus. And America just passed the death toll to 100, uh, 250,000 dead. We have one person a minute now dying in the United States from coronavirus. Oh man, that is a lot more than I thought there would be. This is horrifying. And so we're and hitting we, new we, records every day, aren't we? We are. And the most horrifying part is the, the distrust of the media is now to a point where people don't know whether or not to believe it. Amanda and Cheeto saying that, you know, it's, that doctors are making money off coronavirus, which is not true, by the way. The whole thing's heartbreaking. Just genuinely heartbreaking. You know, it's funny that you said that. I recently heard that from another person, uh, and I just, I just thought that was some kind of statistic. I didn't know that Trump actually put that out there. He did. Uh, Trump has created the biggest misinformation campaign now in global history, and it's being studied outside of the United States uh, to, to look at how to avoid coups in third world countries. No, so, we, 
we're that far down the rabbit hole at this point? A little bit, yeah. Um, but you have news like Fox News, which Fox News viewers have now turned on Fox News because Fox News is starting to report the actual news. But they have to. So there was a lawsuit against uh, Sean Hannity. And Sean Hannity used the penthouse defense. Years ago, Penthouse Magazine got sued by a reverend. And in court, they asked, could anyone plausibly believe you have sex with your mother? And he said no. And they said, so it's farce. It's a joke. It's satire. It's not uh, defamation. So Fox got sued for putting out misinformation. Sean Hannity specifically got sued. And their defense was no one in their right mind actually believes what he's saying. It's clearly farce. And they won. They, They won on the grounds that what they're saying is bullshit. This is a real lawsuit. Go look it up. Um, so the response to that was uh, the unions and the media organizations going, well, then we need to pull Fox's licensing for news, meaning they shouldn't be allowed in the press pools, that sort of thing. If they're not news, oh, exactly. they, sh- they shouldn't be selling themselves as news. So in response to that, Fox actually has gotten better about reporting news um, with people like Chris Wallace and a few of those people. So oh, it's news on america get it from outside the country that's what i do um and then the there is of course the conspiracy that what was it the coronavirus is a global conspiracy designed to mess with the american election which really surprised me because that is a new level of narcissism like maybe it's growing up outside the country but nobody really gives that big a shit uh, about your problems and politics they have their own so that one really surprised me okay so I think that to me is what's so strange. I think we lost my co-host, um, but it is. It's really strange to me because something that I think people in America don't realize. I'm going to get like hate mail for this and I love America. Please remember this is my country of choice, but nobody cares that much. <laughs> like, and like, really, we have our own problems. So there is no global conspiracy and we're not willing to kill our own people to, you know, push the outcome of an American election. We just, we don't care that much. Uh, but I think on I'm the back. flip side, Can you, hear me? you are back. What did you do? Did you go All through right. a tunnel? No, I guess the service or connection must be kind of funky, um, but I'm happy to be back. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, you can come back, but you've got to sit quietly in the corner and let the grown-ups talk. But there's only two of us. Exactly, I'm the grown-up. Oh, oh, yeah, that's, okay. Mm, that's so debatable sometimes. <laughs> um, it is very debatable. But so that's where we are with this. The conspiracies are great. I put one out online that has gained a lot of traction. I started another one about two days ago just as a YouTube comment and then took it and used that to post on another and another and another. And that has a ton of views. But my original comment, you guys can go look for it. I didn't do it out of my own accounts. I did it out of a third-party account. I put up uh, some memes and some pictures saying that the anti-vax movement was a conspiracy to uh, put out by Russians to weaken America. And it's gained a hell of a lot of traction. So I guess if you want to advertise, advertise like a conspiracy theory. That's probably the That's way to go. scary. Now. The conspiracy theories no, 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 that easily believed. Now the way to don't pick on the fact that I like well, advertising with what works. Well, I don't blame you. I think you're following the trends and what's necessary. Me, as a person outside outside of that realm, finds it very scary to realize that the way you we're selling to the people on. now. Outside of that realm, please. You are a professional MMA fighter with a non-profit and a huge social media following. You are part of the bad but I'm not. You are one of the bad guys. <laughs> I'm not spreading conspiracy theories to, to sell myself. You know, I'm not telling people that the government is trying to shut me down from stopping them from learning the secrets to everlasting health, so come give me money to keep, me, to keep the information flowing. That's not what's happening. Yes, but that would work. Uh, okay. Well, I'll get, I'll get someone on that. (laughs) You really do that? No, I wouldn't really do that. (laughs) I'm just saying that is going to be the next mode of marketing. It is. 
people are going to start using conspiracy theories. It's the smartest thing to do. Speaking of conspiracy theories, Ivanka Trump is freaking out, I guess, because her father is being checked for tax fraud. Duh. I mean, I, I got to oh. be honest. If, if you have money, you've committed tax fraud or you've exploited every loophole in the system. Well, you know, I just, and I, I'm, uh, how, do, how do I word this so I don't sound foolish? I recently learned that at a certain point, certain taxes stop for your finances. So after making yes. so much money, you're no longer impacted by certain taxes. For instance, Social Security has a, I think it's a 6.2% tax. So if you make $100,000, you pay $6,200 uh, a year for that or uh, whatever it might be. But say you make $150,000, well, that tax stops at 137. So that remainder never gets touched. And, of course, that goes for those in the millions and billions who are making that kind of money. Yeah, that's about right. Like, I pay less taxes than somebody who likes, makes less money than me. And that's really not cool. I like that you see that and agree with it. I'm very, I'm very happy that you're, you're not sitting there arguing for the other side. You're looking at the collective. No, I, I definitely, I take advantage of the tax loopholes because they're there. But I'm going to put myself in the category as Warren Buffett. Obviously, I don't make as much money as Warren Buffett. But for God's sake, tax me more. There are people that need it. And really, we do need some government services here, like, I don't know, massive vaccine distribution. And if Trump, I know uh, Trump would never listen to this show because he gets slammed on a lot. But in case he ever does, Trump, here is a tip. You actually put to program amazing vaccines. Stop fighting about the shit you didn't do trying to prove yourself right on the things you fucked up and take credit for the one good thing you did do. Actually, there are several, but not, not as many as most, but you didn't do as much bad as some. Your big problem has been with the media, and I'm mad at you for that, but uh, you did great with the vaccines. Let's get it set out there. Just saying. Oh, you mean, uh, I'm sorry, I lost you for a second. You mean Trump did good with the vaccines? He did good with the vaccines. We have vaccines. Now we've got to get a vaccine distribution program. And for that, he needs to work with the president-elect. And I think people, Uh, if you want to get news, leave the country. Leave the country for your news. Go to the BBC. (laughs) That's a good idea. Um, I'll say this. I don't know how great he did with the vaccine. I'll say that he definitely pushed for He was definitely the big motivator for a vaccine. And he's definitely the reason why they're probably working as hard as they are. But I don't That's think he, he really helped supply or help create Hang any on, I, sense of security gave, as far as gave, that comes he with. Gave, maybe he will shut up and allow the transfer to happen so that we can go back to voting for people we actually want. I mean, don't get me wrong. Biden's like vanilla ice cream. People voted for him. But did anyone really start this going, do you know what would be perfect? Joe Biden. Please, I wanted Bernie Sanders. (laughs) We are going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit more about Hollywood, a little bit more about politics. And I can tell you, after watching Biden stuff in the next four years, what I'm looking forward to is Hollywood and politics being disentangled so I can stop giving a shit. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with my guest co-host, Bear Fiorda, the baddest guy in the cage. And we'll be right back after this. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week, and each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. 
Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we're on with my guest co host. Bear Fiorda, the baddest guy in the cage, as well as the fuzziest. Welcome back to the show. Hey, thank you for uh, having me back. And I hope it's time to stay for the full segment. Right. We're both cutting out. So I got to tell you, right now, uh, we're hanging out in Palm Springs to escape some of the cold and dreary of Los Angeles. And there seems to be a storm coming in. So we're losing reception here. So I'm just I'm, I'm just done with this. Uh, I'm not going to be going home for Thanksgiving, though, or doing any of that, and I hope you guys are taking care of yourself. Remember this. I know the, like, the American need to rebel is strong in you. You're, you're all you know, Luke Skywalker-type people. Um, but sometimes listening to the government makes things go away. Like, you know, and I, coronavirus. Australia just had a huge gathering, 53,000 people, because no coronavirus. Uh, but this has been an all-around crappy year. I actually decorated for Christmas already. I want to get to Christmas. One, my house needed a change of scenery. I'm sick of seeing the same thing. But two, I just want the year to be over. I feel like 2020 fucked us so hard. It owes us jewelry. Like, it did it, some dirty, nasty things. <laughs> I'd feel a little bit better if it bought us dinner first, like, kind of prepared us somewhat. Alexis is in the background. I'd like to, before I say this, I want everyone to remember, Alexis is my assistant. She's also a dominatrix in her off time. She said it owes us aftercare. Apparently the sex was so rough, 2020 owes us aftercare. What would it give us for aftercare? Is it going to run a hot bath? Going to pet us? I don't know. That may, Just you saying that makes me feel better. I think that's oh, okay. why we well, ended up then. with Joe Biden. I think that's why we ended up with Joe Biden. Hear me out. Like I said, he's like <laughs> vanilla ice cream. Uh, Alexis, when, when we were talking about uh, him going into office when he was first running, she was like, ugh, Joe Biden. Because Alexis is like so liberal. And I mean like left of Lenin liberal. And so she's sitting there and she's like, ugh, Joe Biden. Once he won the primary, she's like, go Joe Biden. <laughs> it is amazing. And the best comparison she gave was his, like, vanilla ice cream, which she also equated to vanilla sex. It may not be the spiciest, funnest thing in the world, but if you've just been fucked raw for four years, something a little gentle is nice. Did I get that quote right? (laughs) (laughs) She's nodding. Who hates vanilla ice cream? I don't know. I don't think anyone hates vanilla ice cream, but the best example of this I saw... (laughs) was on the Daily Show. And it was, Joe Biden, he'll do for now. <laughs> and that's it. And yes. one of the, the, best, the best thing I did see, um, and I know you're very liberal as well, Jared, but I will, I will say the best thing I saw for Joe Biden 
um, was something he was talking about right after the primaries, right after he, it looked like he was the uh, presumptive nominee, okay. is he turned around and he said, I cannot take America into the future. I can't. That is for the young people, but I know how to put back together the things that have been broken. So he's and made a four-year pledge. But that's it. He's made a four-year pledge. He's not going to run again in four years, but he's going to put it back together, try and get everything just not on fire. And I think that is something really, really important for now, but I don't think he can do it um, if Mitch McConnell stays being an asshole. And I don't think he can do it if the distrust of the media continues. So I before I talk be about out anything, there campaigning. I something he needs to be I out think there me, campaigning for <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Something I gotta say, even when we talk about politics on this show, um I, I spend a lot of tra- time with Jared, he's a very uh, with Bear, he's a very, very close friend of mine, and he'll set, see me sitting there going through media and I actually research a lot of what I say. I don't say anything offhandedly, especially about politics. Uh, because it is such a divisive thing, I go through Congress records, Senate records. Like, I genuinely do the research before I open my mouth on it um, because it is such a divisive thing. And I hate it, so please get politics out of my entertainment industry. That's just a side note. But the things that we market for now are very different. Once upon a time, uh, the Republicans who are the best marketers, Democrats are the absolute fucking worst. A Democrat markets themselves, you can give them one line, like uh, rise up 22, right? Because you're going for the 22. They're going to add in nine more words, make it convoluted, and it's going to be a shit-ass slogan. The Republicans are going to get rid of 22, call it rise up, and let you imprint yourself on it and think it means whatever you think it means. And they did that because Ronald Reagan was the first person to really do this. He brought in Hollywood marketers to the Republican Party. And the Democrats just haven't done that up until now. I've actually got Democrats hiring me. And I've worked on campaigns before, um, Republican and Democrat, um, but mostly just marketing them or helping them with social media. And this is the first time I'm seeing the Democrats start taking seriously Gee, we have to to turn the narrative. What concerns me about that is I actually think that will deepen the divide. I don't think the narrative needs to be turned. I think the media, Fox, CNN, um, needs to cut the bullshit. The, the partisan level that this has gotten to is genuinely appalling. And now fiction is being taken as fact. There's an old adage, um, when legend becomes, when legend becomes, when, when, uh, fact becomes legend, print the legend. When history becomes legend, print the legend. Yeah. That came from a great guy. He, he does a, a video called history 101. Go check it out. But it came from this adage of, uh, do you know who you, you all know the midnight ride of Paul Revere, right? I think so. The midnight ride of Paul Revere. It sounds amazing. He actually didn't do the writing. He did the last couple of miles. The guy that did the writing was Israel Bissell. Um, but the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere sounds a lot better than, come on, kiddies, and I will whistle and tell you the story of Israel Bissell. It's like it's a very different feel based on a name. And so Wait, wait. Paul Revere didn't do the whole thing? He did less than the last five miles. <laughs> It was written by Israel Christopher Columbus didn't actually discover America. He didn't, but he did go through the Caribbean and Barbados and rape children and create a sex ring. Um, I mean, that's got to count for something, doesn't it? Right? I I think it should. But I do like the indigenous communities in the U.S. are wanting to change Columbus Day, since they were the ones victimized by him, to Indigenous Peoples Day, which I think is fantastic and should be done. Um, Oh, yeah. That sounds wonderful. But that's... When history becomes legend, print the legend. Well, Columbus got big because it was pushed by Italian immigrants uh, because they were being treated like shit and they loved to have this part of their history, this Italian man that was wonderful, this story pushed. And that's great. Got it. So when history becomes legend, print the legend. 
that's where we are. And I think the news has to stop printing the legend, or at least the legend they want to have. There has to be a point where the, the truth in advertising laws and the rules on media that used to apply don't anymore. The fact that we see Brian Williams on television after, and I'm going after liberal media here, um, after he bullshitted about what happened to him in the Gulf War. I mean, he's like, they're firing at us. I'm hiding behind a helicopter while he's happily sitting next to people in a Humvee. It was the, you know... I, Never even heard then of that again, one. I think... Oh, yeah, that was bad. Google it, people. Not as bad, though, as when Geraldo got punched. That was fantastic. Geraldo started to announce troop movements live on television. So a sergeant major walked over and broke his face. I think that was the appropriate reaction, by the way. I happen to love it. I'm sorry, what did Geraldo do? He started a troop movement? No, he started to announce troop movements, much like Trump has, actually. Um, But he started to announce troop movements... Okay. And so they told him to stop. They warned him that it would be a problem. And so when he wouldn't when he wouldn't stop, a sergeant major walked over and broke his face, punched him square in the face. So Geraldo's now bleeding on live television, but he stopped talking about what the troops were doing. Well shit, that sounds like an appropriate response. Stop talking. I You're gonna get so. our boys killed. I think so. And I'd like that warning, of course, to go out to um, the commander in Cheeto, please stop telling people you're withdrawing from places. I have a daddy oh, in the yeah. military. Oh my God. My son was in the military. My husband was in the military. My family are servicemen and politicians, mate. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. If you keep announcing it, someone's going to come over and break your nose. Might be me. I'm kidding. I would not actually do that, but seriously, stop. Learn from Geraldo. Um, that's just, it's just not cool. You're going to get people killed. I do want to give a quick shout out. I'm going to have some questions asked by our very, very special guest who I'm very excited to have on. John Joseph is coming back on. We love to chat with him, but I do want to say, um, our giveaways this week are from off-road rentals in Palm Springs, California, True Rest, Floats, Sedona, and Las Vegas. You can use it at any True Rest Floats bar. Thank you to Tiny Hair Bubble, uh, Tiny Tiny Bubbles Hair Salon for making me gorgeous. I cannot talk today. And thank you for, to Scott Haskin for that beautiful music and Aspen Mills Bread Company. I'm Sir Helene. We are on with my guest co-host, Bear Fiorda. We're going to be talking all about Hollywood when we come back right after this. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. You are 
listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my special guest co-host, Bear Fiorda, King of the Cage, and all-around badass. And my very special guest today, John Joseph. We've had him on before. You guys know him. He is a TikTok rock star uh, with 300,000 followers, 40 million views. He became an overnight sensation talking about Hollywood scandals. He's also a singer with a beautiful voice, voice by the way. And we are going to have him back on, and I'm going to go through all of that. I know you guys asked for his full bio, so I'm going to put that online. But first, I'm going to say, G'day, John. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. How are you guys? Um, very good. Coli, very good. Alexis got really <laughs> sick, and then Jared posted about it online. So that was awesome. She's going to kill him. I love that. I also just realized That's that. awful. I hope you guys are doing good. She's in the other room contemplating our murder right now. Um, so <laughs> oh, yeah. She does I not want people to know what happened. <laughs> I know she's going to kill us. Um, I love watching you. You're one of my favorite people. I watch all of your stuffs. Do you want to tell everyone well, a little you. bit about the kind of stuff you put up? Yeah, so I do old Hollywood scandals, and not just like old, old Hollywood. I mean, like, baby scandals that happened two years ago, three years ago, 40 years ago. I like to make sure some time has passed to make sure all that, all of the you know, scandals have died down a little bit so the celebrities don't get offended that I'm talking about them because they're all made out of entertainment purposes only. And it also brings back some, like, flashback pop culture moments you might have forgotten about. So I've do been you, doing this. Do, um, you, um, no, do, you ever do, the, do you ever do the throwbacks to, like, Christina Aguilera with the skunk hair and, like, the belly jeans? I, I did more like, you know, like when Britney and Madonna kissed and then they snubbed Christina's, like, camera angle for the mm-hmm. VMAs. I've done stuff where Michael Jackson thought he was getting an award when he really wasn't and MTV screwed him over. So there's been a lot of stuff like that that I do. Um, so it's, it's all over the place. And I've also done stuff about Elizabeth Taylor and Debbie Reynolds and Judy Garland. And so it's a big, wide variety for all ages to love. Oh, I like that. Now, did you touch on the That's scandal? Awesome. You'll have to Google this. And you've got to, did you ever do the one about Trump beating his wife, Ivana, after he got the face? I have not. I literally did not. I did not know about that till right now. And I'm shook to my core. I did not know there about was, that whatsoever. You've got, you've got to look into it. It was in their court filings and everything. And then she withdrew the complaint and everything. But she went to, he went to his, her plastic surgeon and, uh, he really hurt after having the hairline and everything moved. So he went in, grabbed her by her hair and beat the shit out of her. Oh my gosh. Oh my that's God. Awful. Google. It's, it's legit. <laughs> like it's not, it's a legit thing. Um, what is yeah, the you know, I've been. <laughs> no, what were you saying? Sorry. Oh no, no, I'm more interested in what you say. So is the audience. I can see them. Oh no, I was just going to say, I've been really <laughs> exposing like Hollywood predators and Hollywood abusers because I think that like, it's so crazy that we still give people careers after they've done some horrific things. So I've done things like, you know, talked about Jerry Lee Lewis and, or Jerry yep. Lewis um, and all of these people who have done horrific things to children and women and stuff like that. And I've been, it's been really kind of like my little passion project behind my channel to make sure that I expose these, these predators and abusers. You talk about Polanski? Have I talked about who? Polanski. I have not talked about Polanski. I talked about um, the the Courtney Stodden's ex husband from the Green Mile. Oh my god, he's such a shitbag! Insane. Everyone treated her so badly. This poor kid. I felt bad because I felt like they punished her more than they punished him, and I felt like if anything, we should have been like wanting to help her instead of canceling her. Like, I feel like she dealt with cancel culture before cancel culture was really a thing. Lewinsky too. But yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. Um, they were on this show, this uh, marriage counseling show, and a bunch of adults have gone in and like torn up her stuff and are making fun of her. And the guy in front of oh my in charge of TMZ's calling her Seriously? trash. Yeah. I'm like, this kid's 16. She's married yeah, to a 50 now- year old man. And no one's mm-hmm. not, and hey, sweetie, are you okay? Exactly. And the fact that her parents signed off on it, like, the whole thing is just icky to me. So the dad was younger than her husband when they got married. 
And they also I had liked... to go to Vegas to avoid avoid getting in trouble because mm-hmm. there was like a law that well, you could marry a 16-year-old. It's, the whole thing's so messed up. I get that it's the law. I get why it's there. It's not meant for 50-year-old men. It's meant for two 17-year-olds that get knocked up. I, I do get why the law is there and it is legal, but the way she was treated, like it still turns my stomach. I am... And I'm guilty of it, by the way. I can tell you we had dealings with her publicist when her mom was managing her, and I wouldn't have anything to do with her. She was looking for work. I was working on a TV show at the time. I wouldn't have anything to do with her. So I was not one of the ones either that stepped in and went, hey, kid, are you okay? Like, actually, she's not that much older than me. But you get what I mean. She's like, actually, she's kind of close to our age now. But at the time, like, I should have said something, and I just, I didn't know what to do. It was so sad. I, I live in Santa Clarita, which is like 20 minutes outside of L.A. Um, if you know what the Santa Clarita diet is, it's a real city. Mm-hmm. Um, but he came out for a pumpkin patch, like right after her wedding. And my the people that own the pumpkin patch kicked them out. Like they would not allow her to be at the pumpkin patch. And, they, and it wasn't that he was there. They made, I remember the news headline being, Courtney Sodden, child bride, kicked out of pumpkin patch. And I'm like, where is this normalcy where we're going to, like, expose the predator and not make her, make the victim the bad guy? There has to be some sort of medium there. I actually, you know what? I'm really sorry to Courtney Sodden on behalf of me, everyone I've worked with, and just Hollywood as a whole. We were shitbags and we should have helped you. So if you need anything now, we will help. Um, but we should have sure as hell done it earlier. But Jesus, I mean, some of the, that, that one, that was a turn the stomach one. And then she, uh, it's, it's really sad. And then she's now on another reality show where they're talking about her mom being in love with her husband. Oh, wow. And that's why her mother married her off. You guys can watch this. It's on a couple of so this poor, this poor girl, she's an, I, I know she's an adult now, but when this started, she was 16, was married to a 50-year-old man because her mother was obsessed with Hollywood, lived with this man, and then her mother hit on her husband. And in couples therapy, she's tortured by the adults. Then the counselor rips into the other celebrities um, saying, these people are here for real help. This is a young girl. What's wrong with you? And then the flip side of that, it was just like mob mentality on this poor girl. And then the mom, she goes on to this family counseling thing. I think Heidi Montag's on it too. She goes on to this, this family counseling thing with her mom. And then her mom says that she's in love with her husband and had an affair oh, with her husband. Wow. An emotional oh. affair. The husband says it didn't happen. They go back and forth and this whole thing. She dumps her mother as her manager and then um, the husband starts managing her. So now this girl's been cut off from everything, everyone. Her mother's obviously used her. This grown-ass man married this 16-year-old girl and has now taken over her career and her career's in the toilet. So, and this is and all the I've heard a little bit about this story. And uh, didn't, didn't she also try and claim that he wanted a threesome with them or something like that? Uh, yeah, that was the mother's claim. Uh, okay. Oh, yikes. So it, it oh, was yikes. really 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 dark and that's this poor poor girl so i love that you're focused on her and i love the perspective that you're focusing on her from because i can say i i didn't know what to do with the story at the time like i was pretty young myself and but i had just yeah and now she's an adult and stuff but i just i can't imagine what she's gone through and i follow her on instagram and i just i send her so much love and i even like you just totally brought back memories of heidi montag like Remember her awful plastic surgery and like everyone was, not that it was awful, but she just got so much done. And instead of like asking this young girl in her twenties, if she needed help, we were all bullying her. Like the society bullied her instead of like being like, do you need help? Like what's going on? And she got a lot of the reverse, but I totally forgot. I can't believe they had a show on the same show together. That's crazy. They are. Look at Lewinsky. She was the first case of the internet bullying someone to the point that they destroyed her. She was at the beginning of this. You're talking about a girl in her early 20s who was pressured by the most powerful man in the world to fool around with him. She went and told a friend of hers. The friend of hers outed her to the media. And then her life was destroyed. Monica Lewinsky. And her, oh, yes, that's awful. I know. She was the original. She, was the, she really was. She was the original on that. And then you have, you know, that was the original. She trusted a friend. The friend told everyone. And it destroyed her life. 
I mean, think back yeah, to the late night so hosts. Sad. Exactly, and it's so sad because these men just get to go on and continue their careers, and these women who are really just victims in the situation are young and naive and don't know the difference. I mean, who, I, when I was in my early 20s, I, I knew nothing, you know, and it was so easy to get taken advantage of. And so it's so sad that a mistake you might make in your 20s can be, you know, detrimental to the rest of your life. That's just so upsetting. Well, it's defined, especially with Monica Lewinsky, the, the rest of her life. Think of all the Lewinsky jokes. Think of every late-night yeah. host going on no one said a damn thing about um president clinton the biggest complaint they mm-hmm. had was they wish his 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 penis was bigger that was the biggest complaint wow because he's supposed to be this really powerful man but with Lewinsky, it became this running joke of this 21 year old girl that was finishing college and doing an internship at the white house who never was able to work again that is so sad it's just it's so tragic so it's it's one of those so, so uh, tragic that was consensual. That was their own goddamn business. That is not the same thing as Courtney Stodden. I'm simply talking about how she was treated. Like, I don't care what yeah, they want to do with their business. Yeah, and that's where it totally stems from. And I think as a society, we need to be better about how we're going to treat these girls who, you know, I, I, that's what the biggest thing about my channel is. Okay, we've, every celebrity is involved in a scandal, but the important thing to remember is... They're not defined by their scandals, and everyone deserves a second chance. Everyone deserves redemption. Not everyone. I'm not saying like child predators or anything, but I'm saying like I'm Courtney not, Stodden yeah. deserves to have a chance at a real career again. You look at, you look at the scandals, think back to Drew Barrymore. She, she was eek, like that poor girl. Um, she's got a ton going on in her life, and she's the reason that Spielberg I have a friend of mine that works with Spielberg and his group, so this is actually personal information. Um, she's the reason that Spielberg is okay with his daughter going into the adult film industry was because he watched what Drew Barrymore went through and, and is currently going through. It's a phase she needs to go through, which she's going through. But when she went in Playboy, when Drew Barrymore was on the cover of Playboy, uh, Steven Spielberg sent her clothes. Wow. Wow. Mailed her, mailed her clothes. That's that. her godfather. Yeah, that's so Godfather. Drew Barrymore just amazes me. I did a story on her about how her, you know, she got emancipated from her parents at such a young age. And yes. the way she's been able to keep such a career and be such a businesswoman, I'm just, I'm blown away that she has not been defined by her past, but she's let it propel her to greatness. Like, she has all of my respect in the entire world. She's such a strong, 100%. amazing woman. 100%. She is Drew Barrymore. Her and Robert Downey Jr. Um, I know everyone credits uh, Iron Amazing Man with Robert Downey Jr. Right coming up. Well, I think it was uh, Elton John's video, actually, that caused the come up. That was before Iron Man for Robert Downey Jr. But yeah. if, if you look at those two, between drugs, arrests, problems, I mean, she was married for a hot minute to the guy that um, did all the weird shit. I forget his name. And... Oh, what is his name? There's our question for today. That's Tell me the name of the guy that. <laughs> Tom Tell Green. Tell me the name of the. Oh, that's it. Thank you. He got it. Nope. <laughs> Listen to no the expert. Problem. He knows. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Oh, there we go. We have two giveaways today. Can you ask questions about your channel to the audience? Ask two questions, and they can win a ride at Off Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California, or they can win a float at True Rest, Sedona, or Las Vegas to be used at any float spa. True Rest. Okay. True Rest float spa. So. Should we do one of the questions now or should we do both of them now? Up to you. You can do it whenever you please. Okay. Let's do two. Okay. Um, How old was Drew Barrymore when she got emancipated from her parents? Oh, I like that one. And um, which member left the Pussycat Dolls first? Oh, I like that. Yeah. Now... I have to ask, with all these scandals you go through, I love the direction you're going, saying, you know, you're kind of going with the phoenix from the ashes thing, but you're not extending that to say, you know, rapists, which I like. Yes, absolutely. Um, (laughs) uh, What do you think about the ones in Hollywood that haven't been busted, haven't been outed, and they're still just rumors? I think that the truth always comes out eventually, and I think that every... You know, I don't. I, obviously, there are just rumors or rumors, right? So we don't know until. But I, my my first instinct is to always believe the victims and the people that are 
coming forward about these things. And especially you look at these people who have kind of sketchy past to begin with. And so I think to my, my, my stand on that is just enjoy your freedom while you can, because the truth is going to come out and you're, you're going to get canceled eventually. So just, it, Ooh, it, it, I like it all that. catches up to you. It all catches up to you. What every, do you every at karma's real. Yeah. What do you think about Johnny yeah. Depp and Amber Heard and Johnny Depp getting kicked off of our fantastic beasts? I just found out about this yesterday. I don't know too much about it, but I heard that wasn't Johnny being accused of being um, abusive towards Amber and in reality it was her being abusive towards him. Correct. Oh, and it got caught on. She admitted to it. She was, she was awful to him. Um, but oh, because he does so have a past, a uh, past that includes substance abuse and drinking and domestic violence. Of course, no one believed him. And the person, by the way, he got in trouble for the domestic violence issue. He did was Winona Ryder and they got drunk and high together and smashed up a hotel room. Um, but this was, I mean, in the early, my theory on all this is you have, you have people, we're never going to know. Obviously we're never going to know what really happened because we're not in the room with these people. But my thing well, is, is I, I, what's really frustrating to me is when people don't believe someone because they have a history of drugs or they have an, a history with alcohol and that should not really be defined because abuse is abuse regardless. So well, they, I think that it's so unfortunate that we write it off and say, oh, well, they had an, you know, they had an addiction issue. And so we, they didn't believe them at first. And that, that's so frustrating to hear because you would hope that regardless of what they're dealing with personally or their addictions, if someone's coming forward about abuse, we should, we should believe them. So that's actually, you wow. can listen to the recordings and he still got fired and you can actually see through their marriage bruises on him. Now I'm sure she's smacking that him. I'm sure so he's sad. smacking her back. I don't think this is like a, one-way thing. Um, at least I hope it's not. I hope he punched her back. Uh, just saying. I'll say this. There was an audio recording that came out, and it's very clearly her just talking about how he's uh, essentially being a little bitch because while she's hitting him, she's not hitting him with a closed fist. And the entire time he's talking back to her, she has every opportunity to explain what he did and didn't. So I don't think yeah. it was mutual to any regard. I don't think it was a fight. I think she just hit him, period. Wow, that's insane. I literally, it's like, well, this is one of the one things I don't really know much about. It just it blows my mind when I hear things like this. It's so crazy that, it, wow, what an intense story. There's some weird ones in Hollywood, like the uh, Jay Pinkett Smith. Everyone that Smith had an open relationship, they didn't. He cheated on her in the beginning. She forgave him. They stayed together. 20 years later, she cheated on him. Uh, to to look cool and breezy, and for publicity purposes, they kind of gave the image of an open relationship, but they never had one. Um, wow. loved her so much. And this is from a publicist from the publicist of theirs. Um, it was because he made that mistake, and she's like, all right, I'm going to forgive you because I believe you're a better person than this deep down. Mm. And he never did it again. He, he was just like, I fucked up. This is the perfect person. What the hell is wrong with me? Never did it again. And then 20 years later, she did it. Wow. You know, my thing on so that is if, if you have enough forgiveness in your heart, then you, you know, I have more kudos to you because I don't think I'd be so forgiving. <laughs> I did. I, I'd have, the scandal from the nineties that I'd like to refer cheating to is Lorena Bobbitt. Like that's the direction oh. I'm going. I'm cutting it off. <laughs> yeah. And then I love, she didn't just cut it off. She threw that in a field. and was like, good luck looking for it. I'm like, queen Did petty. She? I support the pettiness. <laughs> oh my God. I- and then let's not forget that he then got the deal with the porn company and they, after getting it sewed back on, they let him, they let him, um, you know, show it off on camera, which is, I, I, you know, it's, it's a moment. It's, it's very, that story is just good from start to finish. See, but now I'm going to have to go look for John Wayne Bobbitt porn because of this conversation. Oh. That's not something I thought oh, I'd have to do today. Oh man, won't that be a trip? <laughs> I'm so sorry to do that to you. <laughs> um, they, they managed to fix all my screw-ups after this, so I like that part. But anyone listening live, sorry. Um, where can they find you on social media if they want to track these you can find me on, scandals? 
You can go to TikTok and search It's John Joseph on TikTok, and you can find I have over 100 videos up now, which is so crazy because I only did this three months ago, and since then, I've it's 332,000 views and now over 50 million, mm-hmm. so about 10 million since we talked last time. My God, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so appreciative of you. Thank you for being, you know, the first person to really give me a voice on the radio. Well, I like, I like you. I like watching your stuff. I like what you're doing. And you are how I think scandals should be treated. I know the, well, you, treat, you. you treat everyone with such a dignity and I love it. Yes, I think talking well, about them, so we can learn from them and they're interesting, but you do it with dignity. I love that. Everyone go follow him, please. I love him. I follow him. I was watching him live the other day. He's fantastic. Oh, thank uh, you and, so much. And Jared, where you know, before can everyone we, can find you? Oh, sorry, what? Where can everyone find you? What, what was that? Oh, uh, my social media is at Bear Fiorda everywhere. It doesn't matter where you go, you'll find me. Uh, I've got an image of black and red with smoke. It looks fantastic. You won't miss it. Uh, yeah, amazing. He, he doesn't talk about the scandals. He just punches uh, stuff. Yeah, I, I, I don't hopefully never part of a scandal for that matter. <laughs> uh, but, but John, I got a question before we, get, before we take off, and that is we talked the whole time about the scandals we do. You actually uh, create and are putting out an EP, music. Yes, I, believe yeah, it is, I am. Is next year or, or late or at the end of this year, one of the two. But that's, that's awesome. What kind of music do you do? It's it's pop music. It's like Adele, Sam Smith. It's ballads. I love Celine Dion and Adele, and I kind of wanted to give my own twist on that kind of music. So all heartbreak stuff, love songs, and I really just want to make people feel something good, and uh, also just make them feel like they're not alone through my music. So that should be. I'm starting the recording process in early 2021. Got it. Okay. Well, hey, that's great. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for that. I want everyone, guys, go check him out. We have one minute left. Is there anything you want to say to everyone out there, John? I just want to say that I know that, you know, quarantine's going to get crazy again with all these lockdowns. And just know that whether it's a minute of your time or you end up spamming my whole channel, I hope that I can just give you some sort of relief and make you feel less alone and get your mind off everything going on in the world right now for at least a minute of your day. I love it. Can we get you back on the show again? I'm just going to like try and rope you in again. Everyone absolutely, loves you. Absolutely. Yes. You, you know me. Yes. <laughs> um, guys, I promise we will have him on again. John, thank you so, so much for being thank on. Thank you so much. Thank you to my guest co-host, Bear Fiorda. Guys, thank you for joining us this week for Hollywood Scandals. Um, I love talking about this stuff. I know you do too. And it brings just a little bit of levity to an otherwise shit show of a year. Uh, I'm Summer Helene. This was Behind the Scenes. We'll see you guys next week. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.